Hello, and welcome to episode 42 of the Posecast with Rabbi Shmuel Poser and myself, Seth Hellman. Rabbi, how are you doing today? Oh, Baruch Hashem, I'm fine. And yourself? Baruch Hashem, doing very well. So 42 is the amount of trips, stops, that the Jews took when they came out of Egypt to they went to Israel. Membez Masai, so 42 travels. So maybe this should be the last uh, Posecast in exile. We should all travel to Israel with Mashiach. I'm sure you saved it for the end, but we can start with Mashiach right away. Amazing. <laughs> Great. All right. And with that, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode 42. Yes. Now let's see what it is. So um, what's been going on lately? Well, we had the famous Kinnis HaShluchais, the conference. Which means of... that Rabbi had to cook for himself this weekend. <laughs> you know you know that um, that cartoon or whatever it is, where you have a guy comes home and the house is a mess and the kids are running around. Like, it's just crazy. There's no food cooked for supper. And the, and the husband says to his wife, like, what is going on? He said, she said, oh, nothing. Because when I'm at home, you always tell me all I do is sit at home and do nothing. So today I did nothing. And this is what the house looks like when I really do nothing. <laughs> so I was thinking about that when I was cooking on Friday for Shabbos to get everything ready. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a lot, a lot of work. And of course, I didn't start on Friday, I started on Thursday. And um, I don't want, I didn't, I didn't say anything to anybody that came to Chavados, but I put the, I put a, made a luxury kugel, a noodle kugel, and put it in the oven. And it sort of got a little burned. So <laughs> you forgot about it and left it in there for a little bit too long, maybe had the temperature up a little but, bit too high. But <laughs> put it in and sort of forgot about it. But, um, it, was, it, it turned out okay. <laughs> I didn't serve the burn part, so it turned out okay. But yeah, so we were able to appreciate what um, what Chani does every week. I mean, I, I'm pretty much aware of him and help her out to some degree. But when, I think the idea is not just the amount of work you do, but the responsibility for everything. You know, that's a whole other thing. Like, like this, I don't worry about, you know, I, I'll do this, I'll do that. And I don't sit and think, like, what needs to be done because Chani is on, on top of that. But when she wasn't here, like, I had to let like, go of my mind, constantly going through a list of like things that have to get ready and get done. But it, it turned out okay, Baruch Hashem. So I think this is, you know, there are a lot of side benefits for things that happen. Like the, obviously the purpose of the Kinnis HaShluchas is that the women emissaries get together and they, they confer and they meet each other, they go to the oil, they get inspired. I mean, that's all wonderful and great. But then there's a the side benefit that the husbands are able to f- more fully appreciate what their wives do because they're not due to take they're not there to take care of it. So yeah, I mean, I, I had it easy because we don't have any children at home. So all the other guys like, oh, you know, got to take care of all the kids and that da That's a whole different story. So talking about kids. So I got a message from Dvoraleish in Israel that the seminary what they do is. This is a, a, a practice that started like when the Rebbe was physically with us. Everybody wants to go to be with the Rebbe for a special day. So in the yeshivas, you know, not always could everybody just pick up, can't close the yeshiva and go, you know, go to fly off to New York from wherever you're coming. So they would they would make a, a raffle and like they would like get one or two people win the raffle and they represent the yeshiva or represent the group, whatever it might be. Sometimes they would come for Yantif, which would be a bunch of married people together with Jews from a certain town. So Dvarlei tells me that that she was, she's, this is how she started. 
she's not going to be happy I'm doing this over, but she won't know. Um, <laughs> she said, can you keep a secret? I said, oh, and I was actually flying back from, from California when she, when she, last week when she messaged me. I said, I promise I won't tell the guy sleeping next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that she was coming to New York because she won the, won the raffle. And she wants it to be a secret. No one should know about it. I said, fine, I can keep a secret. I, but I, I don't think I was, you know, when, when Hani has to leave Boston, she's like, you know, the whole tumult that goes on. She's like, ah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And like, I was hoping she wouldn't say that because mm -hmm. then I would have to like tell her, like, there might be a surprise in New York when you go there. Yeah, right. And it was because Shoshana flew in from, from Los Angeles to be there also. So it was really beautiful. So all the girls were there in, in New York. So that was, that was wonderful. And so we have a little picture here, which we just got today because Dorlay was in, in the, um, on the way back to the airport. She stopped in the I.O. There's another thing I didn't send you, a little video she has of, she's of showing us the backs of like six or seven Hasidim are in the, and they're like doing this. I said, they're Dami Mincha, right? Yeah, Dami Mincha. So that's wonderful. But here's a little, little clip of, of what she saw in the Oyehel. So this is a Fabrengen. And who, who's circled there? I mean, you can tell just by the years. <laughs> That's so not nice. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> I could tell from the guy standing behind me of Rummy New. That's what I knew it was me for sure. And while we're at it, down over here is my my good friend Alter Bucket right there, Alter Bucket. Anyway, yes, yeah, so this is a clip from the from the Fabrengen. So that you know, these are little signs that, um, and that's Maisha Weiss over there from California. Anyway, so um, you know, you look for little signs, little signs. You see your, your dad in the Fabrengen on the way back. You know, your mission was a good mission. All right, take it down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a little bit of the excitement coming from the Kinas Hashluchos and. Um, yeah, I think it was pretty powerful. I know they had they had some speakers from Israel. I didn't I didn't hear anything, but I, I just saw the, who they had on their lineup. I'm sure it was a very inspiring for everybody. Hani came back inspired, and that's wonderful. And that's great. So while while even though I had to I had the burden of preparing for Shabbos on Friday, I needed to take my walk down down the campus. And so I, I messaged one of the kids that I usually put on film with. And I said, oh, I'm on the way to the GSU. Where are you? And he said, oh, I'm, I'm all, all the way by West Campus. I'm like, oh, man, I can't go chasing after him. So I came back and I felt a little bad because I thought maybe, you know, maybe I should have, I don't know how I would, I, there wasn't no time really to go down to West Campus. But I, I felt like there was something missing. I needed to film thing. So it must have been like 20 to 3, right? Candlelighting is like 440. And this kid says to me, hey, Rabbi, are you going to be on campus today? Like, it's like almost 3 o'clock today. I said, what's up? I said, uh, I said, where are you? So I could be at the GSU at three o'clock. I want to put on filling. I said, yeah, sure, I'll meet you there. I'm like, ah. So I, I drove there and parked, you know, as close as I could and walked in and put on film with him. And then another kid came in. So that was exciting. I was happy to, to, to um, have that opportunity to put on film with these guys. And then we had a little discussion because one of the guys said he had a class on Friday at from four to six. So I felt that my my rabbinic obligation to give him a hard time about taking a class on Shabbos. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I said as long as you're not you're not 
And so he's, whatever, the whole discussion. But I know these guys that keep Shabbos, but they study on Shabbos. I know, but they're not using their computer. Da, da, da. I said, okay, he won't use He'll just sit in the class and listen. All right, it's better than that, you know, whatever. So I think there's two things here. One thing is changing his mind to drop the class, which was impossible because such a you know cramped schedule, he had to take that class. But I think there's another thing is, and I didn't do, it wasn't done in a nasty way. It was done in a, in a conversational way. And I was making him feel bad, so to speak. But rather, I'd say you were making him aware Become aware. Shabbos is coming. You know, it's not. You know, it's not a weirdness. Whether it'll change at that moment is, is is not the issue. At least he'll be aware of what he should be doing and shouldn't be doing. So that's that. So in California this week, it's raining. Thank you, Hashem. Mm-hmm. When I was there, it was beautiful. But um, yeah, raining with floods and whole business. I'm like, oh my golly! I was there last week. It was like amazing. So I think I think the lesson is. And I'm telling everybody, oh, that's the place to live, yada, yada. I think Hashem's saying, just be happy where you are. It's 35 degrees in Boston, but it's not. there's no floods and nothing's getting. And that's the point. You go somewhere and think, oh, this is a great place to live. So Hashem, I, I don't think Hashem did this to all of California to teach me a lesson. But I think it's a lesson I can take. You know, you go someplace and you say, oh, this is nice. But not. it's not perfect. And, and therefore, be happy with the place you have. Wherever you are is exactly where Hashem wants you to be. And be happy. Even if you're in Detroit. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> so in other news, my good friend Rob called me, I don't know, a month ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever it was. And he, he's married. He's a he's, he's an SMG, now known as as Questrom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what this is. It's like X, formerly formerly Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> formerly SMG School of Management. It's only when yeah. Mr. Questrom gave them fifty well, million. What's, what's funny is I think SMB is still SMG. Or SM, oh, okay, so SMG School of Management. Yeah, it's wiped off. It was wiped clean from the way. When when they changed the name to Questrom, they erased the name completely. Like right, because now the class codes are QST as well. Like it's not it's not like they no kept even it. the, the name. Only... Like you don't find like the whole the whole website. I think they did it. They put in a right. thing like erase SMG because Mr. Questrom. Hey, I mean, Mister Mister Questrom gave a boatload of money to the school. I guess right. Right, and he earned the right to erase SMG. Anyway, Rob went to SMG, and he graduated, or Hashem. And we were very close when he was here, and we maintained the relationship even afterwards. He's married, Baruch Hashem, children. And his question was, should he join a group and go to Israel, like for a week or half a week, as long as, I don't know how long it was, a few days. And we spoke about it. And my, my, my thing is that if somebody's asking a question, you try to find out what, let them answer it themselves. Help them find the answer. Don't give them an answer. Don't say, go, don't go. So we spoke about it, some of the pros and the cons. And I wanted to make sure they didn't feel that obligated to go. So it's sort of, the, the, I was pushing it. I wasn't pushing, but I was like sort of emphasizing that direction. Anyway, he ended up going. <laughs> and, and the first day he was there, like last week, he was, last week, yeah. He, he sent me this whole thing about anybody that asks you if they should go, tell them they should go. Just tell them they should go. It's amazing. And yesterday he got, he got the iPhone. I'm not sure it's time. I think I got back on Friday. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But yesterday he sent me like, what do they call it? A, a photo dump of videos and pictures. And and, and it was very, it, it was amazing because you meet people that 
are on the ground, people that survive, you know, all these, all the different people that are lost, you know, you know, the whole cadre of people that are, that are involved, affected by what's going on in Israel, which is probably in every Israeli that's there. And he was very, very inspired by it. So that was, that was fantastic. But then he sent me a text with a third person on the text, Marina, who also, I believe, went to SMG and also is married, Baruch Hashem, children, the whole business, lives in New York. And he said he met her in the airport, like on, or in Tel Aviv on the way home. And the amazing Ashgacha Pratis, the divine providence, that these two alumni, who both were inspired by the Chabad house, by the Rebbe's Chabad house in Kenmore Square, and they met in Israel. And that, like, you know, that's just like, you know, this, these things that Hashem orchestrates that gives you the, the feeling of knowing you're doing the right thing. It just, it's fantastic. We were talking last week about putting on film with that guy on the plane. These are just, you know, there are things that have value in themselves, and then there's an added value of like, yes, this is what you're meant to do. And you should look for those signs. If they're there, they're there. They're really good. Sometimes, you know, you don't see them. You just have to know them. But many times you'll, you'll find them. Anyway, for me, this is very exciting. And for him, it was, very, for him it was more exciting to have met her in the airport. And it's great. It's fantastic. It's fantastic to see, you know, some other alumni who's in Israel. She's from California. She, I don't think she went to SMG, but she went to BU. And she became very observant, very observant. <laughs> and she moved to Israel. Whole long story, not important. But she, and she had she she said, "Oh, I forgot to send you." She sends me. She had a baby when she was a baby a month ago. She said, "Oh, I forgot to send you." Show me a picture with each one of her children holding the baby. <laughs> and I was like, you know, individual pictures, each one holding the baby. It's like, and I think there's no way in the world I'm going to post the pictures on on the on the postcast, but. Um, I think there was there were like eight children. Can I like wow? This is this is like can I know? And they all and they, and they all look happy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing. I'm just thinking like wow, wow. From from a BU girl, like, and she, and I, I remember she came over to the table in um, she came over to the table in GSU. I was tabling in GSU, and she said she was interested in learning more about Judaism. Which is very made me very suspicious. Like who? Wants, right. Which BU kids comes over? Like you meet him, you are you Jewish? It's always the weird ones, huh? The, it's always the weird non-Jewish kids that come over <laughs> to ask to learn more about Judaism. <laughs> not that we mind talking to anybody. It's not you know, we don't judge anybody. We talk to anybody, but like to have a Jewish kid come over and say, "I'm Jewish. I want to learn more about Judaism." So, and I I remember I. I told her like to come to meet me at the Chabanos. I just want to, I, I think I wanted to test her if she really meant it. And, and she actually came and, and became very involved and she ended up going to yeshivas. I mean, she's like the whole, she completely from that or from then. <laughs> Incredible. And she comes from a family that, that was not particularly um, observant. And I think she, and I know that she has very good relationships with her family, which is it's like a win, win, win. And she met this guy from some foreign country wonderful guy and they got married and they, they live in some from neighborhood in, in, in Jerusalem or some near Jerusalem whatever I can't give too many identifying details people might find them they live but, in um, B'nai Brock now or Meisharum completely frumed out no 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 anyways it was, it's incredible just incredible it's, and it's beautiful it's beautiful that's what I tell people I met this guy in, 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 in Los Angeles he's like 32 years old and like ah, the, and he, I said 
that girl you told me a year ago you're going to get engaged. No, no, no. I, I said, come on, cut it out. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, for three years, just get married already. Get, get engaged. Get, get married. Oh, man. I hope he sees this because it's, it's, he'll know exactly who I'm talking, talking to. No names will be See, dropped on this one. Unless the thing is, the thing is, is that I can't, I can't comment because yeah. I've been dating my girlfriend for four years, so I gotta just right. keep don't, my mouth shut. No, we don't think about it. Well, no, actually, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on to the next subject. But yeah, this is there's there's no way for for Jewish men and women to behave. You know them? Get married and gay writer. I'm telling the guy he's having these issues with with with, with making with making parnasa. I said that's what you do. You get married and together you figure. You know what I told him? Here, here's what I told him. I said, you know what? Everything comes from Hashem. It comes from Hashem. You're a single guy. She's a single girl. So Hashem's sitting there like cutting the pie up. Who's getting what? Okay, you're getting this piece. You're getting that piece. You'll be fine. If you were married and you were like, okay, we're going to start a family now. Hashem said, oh, they're married. They're starting a, a, a family. You get a much bigger piece of the pie and you'll be fine. So that's how you, that you, you invite the blessing of Hashem by, by creating the environment that, that it's needed. So anyway, I hope that will happen in a good time. Um, yeah, so that's that. And um, oh, I wanted to apologize for last week. I was a bit lethargic when we when we um, recorded the postcast number forty one because I had come back from California and I took the red eye on Monday night and I didn't sleep. I couldn't. First, my my leg hurts. So I, I I was I was trying to stand most of the time, <laughs> irritating me. <laughs> Flight attendants, of course. I mean, I wasn't bothering them. Just I thought they thought, why is this weird guy standing at like four o'clock in the morning? Just go sit down and go to sleep. Um, anyway, so I had this whole jet lag situation because in California I didn't sleep, even though I stayed at my friend's house. Beautiful, wonderful. Shout out to Fischl Grossman and his wife for allowing me to stay in their house. And their son, Honey, who they were actually in New York celebrating the engagement of their daughter, Mazel Tov, to. Yeah. I don't forget what her name is. Anyway, I think it's Kanye. <laughs> yes, my friend's daughter got engaged. It's the most rabbi thing ever. <laughs> oh my god. I think it's Kanye, but I'm not sure. I, I, I would have. It doesn't matter. But Kanye was there and he was he was my, my host. And uh, it was wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful to stay in their house. Wonderful that they trusted me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that was last week. So this week we're back in full force with full energy and energy because we're coming up to Rosh Chodesh Adar. Mm-hmm. Adar. Oh, so I, I texted an alumni yesterday and I said, hey, how you doing? And I said, I can't wait till, till for M-I-S-H-E. M-I-S-H-E. I'm like, what? And I, then I read it three times and said, oh, Misha. Misha, Nichnas Adar. Misha, 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 Misha. I was like, okay, that was, and I didn't continue the conversation. That's all I need to know that he's, I I learned a lot from that. Number one, I learned he knows that it's Rosh Chodesh this week, so he's he's Jewishly connected. Number two, I realized he's in a good mood, and that's all I needed to know from him. Fighter. I think he's finishing school or residency, whatever he's doing, but we'll we'll, uh, get back to him with with technical details. That was just a good, hey, how you doing? And that was great. Um, so Adar is starting, and I forget what year it was, I think it was Tashim Memches, maybe, 57, 48, um, 1988, when the Rebbe said, it was, it was a leap year, mm-hmm. I believe that's when it was, anyway, it could have been a different year, 
And the Rebbe said, you have 60 days of Simcha, right? Because Mishnah Nichnas Adar, when Adar enters, you increase in Simcha. So since there's the first Adar and the second Adar this year, so, hey, we might as well start with the Simcha right when Adar starts. And so the Rebbe said, you should increase in, in Simcha. So every night in 770, they'd have some guy with a keyboard. And, it, and after Mayriv at 9.30, they'd like, come in and start playing and all the Barchim would start dancing, a little dance thing going for, I don't know, a few minutes or whatever, to fulfill what Rebbe said, every night we should increase in Simcha. I think everybody listening to the postcast should do that. Starting well, starting Thursday night is when Rosh Chodesh is. Bust out a little bit of music and do a little dance and get, get happy. Happiness brings blessing. So even though we're all focusing on Eretz Yisrael and things over there are challenging, but that's the idea. And simcha doesn't mean to be frivolous. It means to be positive, have a positive attitude and that type of joy, rejoicing in who we are and rejoicing with the mitzvahs that we do, rejoicing with our ability to help other people. And that should bring down, that should be a vessel, a channel to bring down simcha from Hashem and, and bring goodness, revealed goodness in Israel and around the world. And um, also, I don't know how this happened, but this came along. We have a couple of pictures there of my grandfather and my father, my grandfather, bless me, my father should be well, going by the Rebbe, I believe it was 1991, to receive dollars. There's my grandfather from Pittsburgh. I don't Here. know if they were... Huh? Yeah, that's this my grandfather. This is your grandfather. And yeah. right over his, his shoulder, that's my uncle Gershom Mendel, bless his memory, passed away a year and a half ago, um, from Italy. That's the Rebbe's secretary of... I don't know if you can see it next to my father. That's Wait, probably my cousin here? Right behind me. Yeah, that's 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 the Rebbe secretary. And then in between them is my cousin from um right here. From Sanford, right. So they were going by, and that's yeah. And you could see that the Rebbe's giving I I, I I'm trying to know I don't remember exactly. It was probably around Yudshvat time, I believe. That because the Rebbe's giving out dollars downstairs. That means that means usually Sunday dollars will be upstairs. You you know, you see that outside in the little, little hallway. But here you can see the Arnkaidish in the background there. So that means it was downstairs in the big shul. And that's why you see over here, under the under the Rebbe's hand, like some books there. Now some people that when they published their book, they would come by dollars and give the Rebbe a copy of it. So that's why that's sitting over there. And um, yeah, that's it. So now let's see my father when he's getting his dollar. There we go. Oh, there's my uncle. Oh, there you go. You see, now you can see my uncle clearly, and that is my cousin. And then behind my uncle, to the right of my uncle, but what are left, that's my aunt and Kenny and Kenny Darren, which is that's her and her son. From well, she was she was she she lived in Pittsburgh all her life. I mean, her whole married life. And there they go, beautiful. It's an amazing family picture. Amazing past, present. And there we go. Connecting with the Rebbe. My family connected to the Rebbe. Very powerful picture. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. So we also have this week's Parsha, Parsha Mishpatim. I just want to give a little shout out to Parsha Mishpatim. It's a, and remember that Friday, Thursday night, Friday is Rosh Chodesh. Shabbos is, is Rosh Chodesh. It's a two days Rosh Chodesh. And so there'll be on Shabbos be two Torah scrolls. And a great time to increase in joy with the extra Torah reading. Um, and Parshmish Shbatim is a lot of technical 
civil law. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. If anybody has a chance just to read it, damages and different things that, that uh, the Parsha talks about. And the idea being that this is after last week, we, we um, read about Ten Commandments coming from Sinai, that just like those laws come from Har Sinai, Mount Sinai, from Hashem, so also the practical laws in our life, civil law. When you look in the Ten Commandments itself, you see that the second tablet is civil law. Do not kill, do not steal, don't do, be immoral. So these are things that you would think that, oh, this is a logical thing. You say, no, no, no. It is logical, and our logic should agree to them and understand them, but we have to know the basis of why we do these things because it's Hashem's mitzvah. So we become holy. We can sanctify ourselves by behaving honestly and friendly to each other. That's also a mitzvah, and so that's also a way of connecting to Hashem, and it gives us added impetus to be really careful about doing those things. So that's a little lesson we have from Parashim Mishpatim. And um, what else? Do you have any questions? Do I have any questions? I got to yeah. think about this now. Well, we don't have time to think. We have to pop things out. Well, you know what? I I actually had activities last Shabbos. You know, and I, I think I sent you a photo of this. Oh, I forgot about that. That was one of the photos I wanted to send you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you wanted to send me my own photo? I happen yeah. to have it ready to go. <laughs> Oh, you do? Oh, my, because that was part of the, the alumni meetups. I, Marina and Rob, I don't have a picture, but this is a photo. Oh, I saw this, and I smiled more broadly than both of you guys. Now, so we have David Stiebel here, a graduate from MIT, he was, and also a, uh, an alum of AU Pi on uh, Bay State Road, which yes. had a great chevra at one point. They had a great chevra of guys that were pretty much Shomer stuff. So that was a, a, a unique, yeah, that was great to have them down the block. It was wonderful. So now tell us a little bit how this came about. Yeah, so basically David went to school with Rabbi Yitzi from BU Hillel. And when I told Rabbi Yitzi- went, went to MIT. Right, yeah, because they, you know, they both went to MIT, right? So um, I think David was an undergrad while Rabbi Yitzi was- in his grad, well, one of his graduate years. So, um, you know, they know each other pretty well. And when I told Rabbi Yitzi that I was in Detroit, uh, Rabbi Yitzi was like, oh, I know people. And so he put me in contact with, with David. And so we originally tried to set up to have me go out there. It's in Southfield. So it's like 30 minutes away from, uh, from Detroit. And we were supposed to have me go out there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, things got a little bit crazy for him. So I wasn't able to go out there and then I ended up going out this past Shabbos. So you can see the two of us. That's one of his four sons. Yeah, he has four <laughs> sons and a daughter. Nine and uh, yeah, it's a beautiful family, very energetic, very boisterous. They were, they were running around with more energy than I had at the end of the night on Friday night. Friday night after dinner, I was ready to go to bed, and those kids were running around like crazy. Um, <laughs> so amazing! You know. That's so fantastic. Oh, that that's yeah. That was yes, yes. This get this is the highlight of the alumni of, of the week meetup. This is fantastic. Baruch Hashem. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, it was was awesome. It was a great community. There were, we we went to a couple of different, uh, we went to two different shuls and just met a ton of people, had a really, really good time, had some really great food. His (laughs) wife makes this basil dip that I need to actually reach out to him and get the recipe for because it was fantastic. 
Yeah, send it along because we we can add that to our to our classic homemade uh, olive dip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basil dip, olive dip, a little more a little more color to our table. You know, it's it's funny because you know, at, if I'm at Rabbi Pinson's or like when I was here, they always have the olive dip, and for a lot of people, the olive dip is not very popular. But for I've always enjoyed it, and I always make a point to eat it on Shabbos because it reminds me of being in the Chabad house. Ah. <laughs> Fantastic, amazing, amazing! Oh wow, oh wow! Shout out to the olive dip. We'll be getting hundreds of messages for the recipe. Typical <laughs> guys. All of oh, it is amazing. fantastic. Well, that's great. I'm so happy you met him. That's that's really good. That's really good. I've, I've been in touch with him. I just didn't put the two together. I, mean, I wasn't thinking where he is. Very good. Wonderful. Yeah, we we oh, we, we um we had a good time. We talked a lot about Rabbi Posner, of course, all good things, and uh, he didn't realize he was aware of the Pose cast. He hasn't listened yet. Hopefully, he's listening <laughs> to this episode because I told him that I'm the person who's doing it with you. He didn't realize. He didn't put two and two together either. Um, so yeah, hopefully, he's listening to this episode. It'd be great. It's fantastic. Um, this is this is really great. This is really good. And that's again, it comes down to Hashem runs the world. The fact that he was in Boston, then you were in Boston, and now you're both there. Nothing happens by its own. Everything happens because Hashem runs the world. Take that message of you, wherever you go, and and not that Hashem runs the world, but then Hashem runs the world and says, okay, guys, now you do your part. And the fact that he had you over for Shabbos, boom, that closes the circle. Amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. We sang a little bit. I, I forget what the name of the song is, but the song that we always sing at Shabbos lunch. Asadr? Yeah, 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 we we, we made uh, sure. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he made a point to have us sing it because I was there and we both knew you. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! This is beyond and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So shout out to the alumni. If you have any 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 good connections, send it in. You'll be starring on the postcast. All right. So wish everybody a good rest of the week. The week, there's no weekend this week for sure not. It's, you get higher and higher. Thursday night is Rosh Chodesh, the first day of Rosh Chodesh. Shabbos is, is second day, the beginning of the month of Adar. And so, first day of Adar. So, powerful, powerful week. Shabbos coming up. Let's get ready. We have a few days till Shabbos. Boom. And with that, thank you so much for listening to episode 42 of the Postcast, Rabbi Shmuel Posner. Have a good Chodesh and a good Shabbos. We will see you next week. All the best.